This is Low Carb Mom, your weekly support resource for maintaining a keto or a low carb lifestyle. We keep you on track with a tip of the week idea, low carb resources, and a meal plan for the next seven days. Use this resource to stay focused, motivated, and inspired in your low carb lifestyle. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined today by my co host, Jason. Hi, Jason. Uh, hi. And Jason is not necessarily low carb or not really ever low carb. No, never. Never low carb, but I am low carb. And so what you will get from this show is how to have a household where not everyone in the household is is low carb I'm or trying. Carb. I'm not doing well. I, <laughs> well, but you have been reducing your carbs on occasion and you do notice yes, a difference yes. when you do I that. I feel horrible when I'm too high carb. Yeah. I, I'm in the middle of it right now. Yeah. Are you... Yeah. Okay, well, we need to make you some meatballs. There are many, many factors that will impact your outcome that have impacted my outcome, which, by the way, maybe I should mention, Jason, I've lost 90 pounds. What? I know. It's a lot that's of a, weight. That's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight, and it kind of just melts off when you're doing keto and when it's working, when everything's gelling together. But what I realized is it's not about white knuckling. It's not about, you know, forcing this to happen. It's really about many, many factors that come together, and you have to kind of figure out what it's your work. recipe is. It's work, and it's strategy. It's like strategy. Yep you know, bringing it all together. So I'm going to delve into some of those things, but I, I don't want this podcast to ever be very, very long. So I just, and because I want it to be like a useful... I got things to do. I know you have to get on with your recipes. You know, you got to cook your meatballs and stuff. So, you know, yeah. you, you need time for that. So, so you need a, a supportive community. You need to pop these ideas in your head. Keep yourself going every single week with something. Ideas and feedback is one of those most important things um, in the long run. So if you're like me, uh, you might be embarking on this journey in the face of some amount of resistance. The whole extended family might be very supportive of you, but they might not be actually doing the diet, which means you might be looking at carbs a lot and you might not always be in the way of, you know, wanting to avoid the carbs. Another thing is just the whole world isn't keto or low carb. And so it can be difficult to stay on track. I've got my tip of the week. Sock it to us. <laughs> you ready for it? So I found that when I was losing weight, that the most important thing was to determine my my motivation. And I think that this sounds weird because you everybody thinks, well, we know we have to lose weight if that's our situation. It's not like we're ignorant of this of that fact. It's just um, why aren't we motivated? And so we really blame ourselves. So. I was never able to put this into practice until personally, I had a major health scare, which I don't have to go into in detail. Now I can do that later. But it was back in the summer of 2022. And since then, I realized that a great many factors impacted my ability to succeed in making a lifestyle change. And knowing what I had to do was probably the least significant thing. Because I knew for for ages, and I just never put it into practice. So why not? It was really it was motivation. I'm not motivated by losing weight, changing the number, wearing different clothes or vanity really at all. I'm just not driven by by that as motivation. I think I have a pretty healthy sense of myself. I would never inconvenience my family just for the chance uh, to one day look a little bit better. Because let's face it, just losing weight isn't going to change your appearance that much either. So I always felt like I felt I looked pretty good. Right, Jason? I, I always uh, looked. Yeah. 
looked all right. Uh, it just wasn't as big of a deal as, say, like inconveniencing everybody with these crazy new recipes that I thought that I would I would have to impose on everybody. So when I learned that my life was actually in danger and sort of put together that that was going to also inconvenience the family a great deal if I died, let's just say, because I'm overdramatic yeah. in that way, I felt like lowering my weight and my blood pressure as much as possible could mean a longer life spent with you guys. So that's really what what uh, did it for me. And as soon as I put that together and I felt like my life was, was th being threatened by the medical system, which it kind of still is being, but more on that later, uh, I changed my whole diet the same day. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just like was overnight, flipped a switch, and that's what did it for me. My understanding, Jason, is that that's often what happens with men and less so with women. Women are often motivated by um, wanting to lose weight to look better because they feel self-conscious. But men often don't have that motivation and they usually are faced with this, like, you're going to have a heart attack soon. So then that's when they'll change. And their change seems to be more Im impactful. It, it's more uh, long lasting, and it, it actually is more effective for their health. So I feel like I lucked out there, personality wise. All right, let's get into resources of the week. The first one is a book called Fast This Way by Dave Asprey, who is the guy behind Bulletproof Coffee. And I had resisted looking at this book because I didn't want to, I don't know, I just got sick of Dave Asprey, I guess. <laughs> Why? Because he's talking about uh, uh, Bulletproof Coffee all what the time. weird book recommendation. I'm he, so sick of this guy. Read uh, his book. Well, I eventually I, I took a look at it and uh, here's what I discovered. A couple of interesting things. First of all, apparently intermittent fasting, it's, this is one is about fasting and not Bulletproof Coffee. So apparently intermittent fasting should be mixed up because I was doing intermittent fasting, but then I was getting kind of like sick of it. I mean, when, when I say sick of it, I mean, um, I was super hungry in the morning. It was really hard not to eat, whereas before it was easy for me not to eat in the morning. So apparently this is very normal. You start to normalize the intermittent fasting. You get too used to it. And as a result, you can develop a reduction in sex hormones, hair loss, other bad things. And maybe this is part of the reason why I was getting hungry. So I've been eating breakfasts lately, and I've been much more comfortable staying inside of my calorie requirements and keeping low carb. So that's very interesting. Anyways, if you're if you're trying to do the intermittent fasting and you find that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, check out that book. It's supposed to be intermittent anyway. It's supposed to be intermittent. Yeah, you have to don't do it all the time. Don't do it the same every single day. The second really good resource is this whole YouTube channel called Low Carb Down Under. But I'm going to specifically mention one video, and you can again go to lowcarbmom.ca and you can uh, get this exact link. It's Dr. Jay Wartman. He talks about the global anti meat conspiracy. His key message is, of course, like very pro meat, uh, but he's very open about his own bias in that direction. The most surprising and useful detail that I found from that video is that combining meat sources like beef or oysters. So like even seafood with plant sources like beans or corn can actually reduce your absorption of micronutrients from the protein sources by 50% or more. So Jason, you could be eating like steak and also having some beans on the side and you would be getting less nutrients from the meat than, than, if, you, than if you just didn't have those beans. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. 
It is crazy. I'm tr- that's it for beans. Yeah, we're not scientists or doctors or in, in any way like knowledgeable or about these things. Or professional in any, any field you care to mention. We're not. But if you go to this video, this guy seems to have a credential because he has a doctor in front of his name. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm pretty sure that what he says yeah. is probably true. Okay. I don't know. Um, so it's the main, main anyway. takeaway from, yeah, it's really interesting. So, okay, moving on, the weekly low-carb meal plan. I just want to ba- roughly introduce this because uh, it's the first time that I'm, I'm doing it. It starts on Monday and it follows a few principles. Firstly, planning ahead uh, and even planning ahead into your calorie tracker can be super useful. So I'm going to assume that everybody has a lot of these skills or this knowledge, kind of this background knowledge, because... Uh, there's a lot like about calorie trackers. What's the best one? What do I use? We can talk about that if you if you have any questions. Um, just go on to lowcarbmom.ca and um, I'm sure you'll be able to figure out. Figure Liz at lowcarbmom.ca would be my email. Prep and you will succeed. And if you don't prep, I guarantee that you will not succeed. So so prep is really important. And secondly, if we're restricting carbs, we can never, ever compromise on taste, Jason. Because carbs make us feel so good, so we have to use taste to make us feel good instead of carbs. Because carbs are like a drug, Jason. Okay. You're basically taking drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So stop doing that. Well, no, I'm not going to say stop doing that because you you like don't you like my carbs. Vibe. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to make you stop eating carbs. <laughs> <laughs> just so many. Is the yeah. Yeah. Just reduce reduce the quantity. But that was one of the principles that really helped me to succeed was that every single bite has to be delicious, and uh, we can't win every single recipe, but we can try with every single recipe. So that means often using more spices. Um, going ahead and using good fats and the right kinds of fats and the right amount of fat. You're going to notice that some of the things like, for example, Monday is hot chocolate for breakfast, BLT salad for lunch and meatballs for dinner. And you're like, well, that's only three items. You're, you're going to notice that that's not enough calories for the whole day. So you're going to be adding side dishes and like add a side salad. You can add um, you can add different vegetables And so I'm going to recommend uh, sectioned cabbage. It takes up a huge amount of space on your plate. It takes a long time to eat it, and it's really delicious. But you can also have asparagus or broccoli or cauliflower, um, different kinds of things like that as your side dishes. So it's not like you're not having any vegetables. Um, For snacks, sardines. And I'm going to recommend, like, go ahead and look into sardines, use them for lunch, use them for a snack. You can also have um, cheese and you can have other low-carb options that handy, like hard-boiled eggs ready to go. These are just for emergency snacks. I'm not going to recommend snacks, but you do have to have some emergency things ready, I think. And desserts. We recently had uh, birthdays, and so I actually have some chocolate cake, which is a low-carb chocolate cake. It's been my go-to for this week. I make a keto version. I portion it. I freeze it for another day. I don't have it every single day, but... I have it if I want a dessert on that particular day. I'm also developing, actually have developed a peppermint patty fat bomb, which I'm going to post soon, maybe in the upcoming week. It's really delicious. It uses cream cheese and coconut oil and the chocolate layer is to die for, Jason. But you don't eat chocolate. No, I don't. That's one of your protective things about you is that you don't eat chocolate at all. My nose is turned up at, at the whole field I of know. Food. I know. You accidentally popped a Smartie in your mouth one day. Yuck. I know. And well, that that's not that. the best. That's not the best chocolate um, option. Well, I'm, 
too late now. Yeah. We're not getting into it. Oh, there's been a flurry of recipes this week. That's not my intention to provide recipes every single day. I just had to build up a little archive so that you have them ready to go for this meal plan. So find this week's meal plan at lowcarbmum.ca. Recipes are going to be available there also. And if you join as a supporter, you can interact with me and maybe interact with Jason sometime in the future. That's not... I'm very busy. You are very busy. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. So if you join as a supporter, you can interact with me and also the Low Carb Mum community. We can touch base every week to share our progress our trials and our tribulations and support each other through the hard parts. So I'd love to hear if you have suggestions for when we have difficulty. Hear more from me and Jason at the podcast Hello Smileton. This is our comedy fiction podcast, which is designed to start your week with a laugh. The attitude... Many laughs. Many laughs. At least one laugh, Jason. I mean, oh, fine. I yeah, think if we can get one... expectations low. That's right. We'll start with one and then if we can get up to 20... At least. Yeah, it's about an hour, about 45 minutes to an hour. 45 minutes is more like it. 45 minutes. The attitude in that podcast, Jason, mirrors the attitude that I have towards maintaining a a low-carb lifestyle. Uh, In order for it to be tolerable in the long term, everything on my plate must be delicious and packed full of positive energy. It's a complete approach to life that will see us through strong and happy physically and mentally. So please go and subscribe to Hello Smileton over at hellosmileton.com. Sounds good to me. And we will be right back at you with more, more tips and more uh, resources and a whole nother meal plan coming at you next week. Bye for now.